There's more people getting saved every day right now than ever before in human history. And that, to me, is kind of mind-blowing, honestly. And, of course, that is, in part, simply because there's more people alive right now. So, because there's more people in the world, just naturally there's going to be more people getting born again, even if the rates stay the same, right? But because of things like the internet and people preaching the gospel on the internet, sharing sermons, just evangelizing through the internet, which I highly recommend, by the way, I use this app called Hello Talk to talk to people in other countries and just tell them about Jesus because it's really easy to do it. And they listen because they want to learn English, which is the, the purpose of the app. It's like an ang- a language sharing app hello talk but because of the internet uh, people preaching the gospel over the internet and demonstrating how to heal the sick and how to prophesy and how to actually move in the spirit of god through the internet the the word of god is going out into the world faster than ever before in human history as well human beings by way of simple medical improvement are also living longer, healthier lives right now than in all of time past, except maybe those uh, blokes in Genesis, obviously, um, with Methuselah living 969 years. Uh, people aren't really getting, getting close to that at the moment, but people on average, compared to a thousand years ago, even compared to a hundred years ago, are living a lot longer. I'd say the younger generations are likely going to be living over a hundred years old because the average age of death in Australia right now, I believe for, for women is 85 and for men, maybe 83 round about give or take. Um, that's for that particular generation for the younger generations that limit increases. And it actually says in Isaiah chapter 65, it says that, I'm doing this from memory, but just look it up. It says that in the new heavens and the new earth, the man who dies at a hundred years old will be considered cursed because he died so young. Now, that verse alone says a lot of things to me. First of all, uh, obviously it says that in the the new heavens and the new earth, people are still going to be able to die and still going to be considered cursed which deals with a lot of the idea that the new heavens and the new earth is a place in the distant future when Jesus has returned and when everything is perfect. And that's simply not the case. The new heavens and the new earth, I would say, is already here now. And it is a matter of the kingdom of God in the world right now, sons and daughters of God with the Holy Spirit in us, able and empowered to live like Christ in this life right now, spreading the kingdom of God, preaching the gospel, bringing people into the kingdom and discipling them to live like Christ in power, in righteousness, in perfect peace, in signs and wonders and healing and the demonstration of the gospel in power. That is the new heavens and the new earth and it is here now already. And I haven't encountered anyone yet who has been able to explain Isaiah 65 in any other way uh, in regards to the fact that it says that people are still going to be able to die and considered cursed and death and any form of being considered cursed, uh, not going to be there at the end of all things. When everything of this world is wrapped up 
whatever that actually looks like. Uh, other things to note regarding, and of course, I share all of this from the perspective that the world is actually getting better, not getting worse, as futurist theology would have us believe that the world is on this downward spiral into a worse and worse cataclysmic, destructive end. Rather, with the partial preterist, victorious eschatology uh, theological teaching, it says the world is getting better and better in accordance with Isaiah 9. It says that of his government and his peace, there shall be no end from the time that the sun comes, from the time that the child is born, and that the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Isaiah chapter 9. And in Isaiah 2, it says that in the latter days, the nations shall beat their swords into plowshares and shall not go to war with each other anymore. And that is talking about the end of the end of time, you know, like the, the actual end times, not the end times prophesied by Jesus, which was the end times of the system of the law, which culminated in 70 AD with the tribulation and destruction of the people of Israel and Jerusalem, where more people, the greater percentage of, of Jews was killed in the shortest time in all of history, including the Holocaust. If you want to study that, uh, just look up the Roman siege of Jerusalem in 70 AD. See how many Jews died over what kind of time span and um, what percentage of the Jews the, that, that figure comprised, you know. I believe it was around about a million Jews in a matter of uh, two or three months or so. Could be wrong on the exact details there, but it was significant, especially considering the population of Jerusalem at that time was estimated to be something like 900,000. So more Jews in Jerusalem died than the population of Jerusalem because the Roman army came at the time of Passover when all of the Jews in all of Israel had gathered to uh, Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. Now, regarding wars, it says in Isaiah 2 that in the latter days that nation shall not go to war with nation anymore. It's just worthy of note that the top 44 economies of the world have been at peace for longer now than at any other time since before the Roman Empire. It's been 76 years since the top 44 economies of the world have been at war with one another. And I'm not saying that there's not necessarily going to be another great war between top economies, but it is the longest span of peace since before the time of the Roman Empire um, among the top economies of the world, not including the Cold War, which was a, uh, a passive war between America and Russia, not necessarily like active firefights or anything extended like that. Uh, but just because we believe that the world is getting better doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't going to be difficulties from time to time. Jesus said that what did he say? John chapter 16, right about. You'll have trouble and tribulation, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. I believe that describes partial preterist view, that the world is getting better, and of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Amen.